This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to the Nerd Dad Podcast. Oh, Dad, you're embarrassing me again. Dad, do that. Hello and thanks for tuning in. I am that nerd dad, Joe Williamson. I appreciate you stopping by for a short 15, 20 minute visit. Did you have a good Mother's Day? Happy Mother's Day. I know it was last week, but my first time talking to you since. Uh, kept it relatively low key around here. Uh, tried to do all the traditional things. Uh, ended up changing over the uh, winter tires. So that was a big deal. <laughs> it's it's a gift in a lot of ways. Uh, myself and my brother-in-law get together and we do uh, three cars. Uh, we do mine, my sister-in-law's, and my wife's car. Uh, check the oil, all that stuff. I'm not very masculine, uh, but there's about two or three times a year where I, I, I seem and appear masculine. And that's definitely one of them. And then we went for a nature walk, which was really cool. Got to see some deer. Um, my brother-in-law told us about this uh area where if you hold out some sunflower seeds uh obviously shelled uh birds will actually land on your hand and eat from your hand so i got to be snow white baby that was pretty cool um wife seemed to have a good time then ended the night with a barbecue doesn't get much more canadian than that taking off the winter tires spending some time with nature ending it with a barbecue so good time I expect uh, very little on Father's Day, and uh, that's okay. She's very busy. I'd rather two Mother's Day than a Father's Day anyways, because then I got to, you know, I got to smile, and and, uh, that's not my expertise. I'm better at giving praise than receiving it, so. Anyways. Um, Something I wanted to talk about. And I didn't really know what I wanted to talk about this week, but then yesterday I got uh, I got trolled a little bit by a fellow parent online, and it, it got the wheels turning. And I wanted to talk about um, just being on social media as a parent, and what we share, and how we position things, and um, and I want to kind of explore that thought. So. For those of you who don't follow me on Instagram, you really should. Uh, at that nerd dad, I I did a a, a reel, um, like a little TikTok video that showed uh, one of my children, my two year old, had picked all the coating off of the chicken nugget, and had basically been dropping it all over the couch, which I didn't realize because he was sitting on the couch and certainly looked like he was eating a chicken nugget. But then when he got up. The couch was covered, covered in this uh, chicken nugget coating. So I did a little reel that basically said, you know, kids are exhausting. And I showed the the decoded nugget followed by the messy couch. 
And this, uh, this woman decided to comment something to the effect of, um, you should spend time talking to your kids instead of making them feel guilty online. Because heaven forbid they see this, they're going to think, oh, how bad is it that I was, I was a burden on my, on my dad. Um, to which I replied, if my kids can't take a joke, I've clearly done something horribly wrong. To which she replied, <laughs> to which she replied, your kids are eating on the couch. You've already done something horribly wrong. Bravo. <laughs> Bravo. Slow clap. Uh, I'm not going to get into the validity of her argument because there is none. She's an idiot. Um, every parent needs a day where maybe kids sit in front of the TV and eat. Um, every parent needs those little breaks that we can give ourselves for our own mental health so we can give the best performance of a parent as possible uh, on a regular basis. I also didn't get into the fact that currently my dining room table is an office for my wife. I don't have a dining room table right now. We're in lockdown. We don't go anywhere. We don't have a big enough house for two offices. My wife has graciously accepted the living room or the, the dining room table <laughs> as an office. So I'm not going to get into the validity of her statement, but what I will get into is a little bit on how much I should be sharing, uh, what I do share and, uh, you know, kind of how I feel regarding that whole topic. So one, certainly aware that anything I'm putting on the internet right now, uh, specifically regarding my kids, could come back. What if it goes viral? What if they become a meme? Uh, last week I talked about Disaster Girl. Not every not every meme ends up with a $500,000 payday at the end. So I'm aware of it. I'm also aware of... Uh, if I'm making a, a crude joke or calling my kids assholes or whatever like that, like they may hear that one day, but I hope that my relationship is strong enough that they know dad was kidding. Uh, and I hope that they've seen my, my humor by then because that's, it's a big part of who I am. I am sarcastic. I am a little mean sometimes, um, especially trying to get a laugh, and they're going to see that as they grow older. As it is right now, in this current version of uh, of my online profile of that nerd dad, I don't share pictures of their faces. I've decided to kind of keep their identity. I don't even think I've said their names. Uh, and if I have, it's been an accident. Uh, I usually refer to them as two and five. So... Um, that's what I'm doing to try and try and protect them. But it's a slippery slope. You know, there are parents who are really crude and really mean about their children online. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. It's their decision. It's, it's what they've chosen to do. Um, and I, I don't judge those people because 
who again, who am I to judge in this situation? Everyone does what they think is best for themselves and their family. What comes first? Your family or yourself? And how much of how much of yourself do you give up to maintain a proper family life? And then how much of your family life do you give up for a piece of yourself? It's it's a constant, constant balancing act. You're constantly walking a tightrope, um, trying to find that that groove. And even the parents who even the parents who don't get it. And when I say don't get it, I mean the meth users, the 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 worst of the worst in terms of parenting and, and leading by example. I assure you, they're trying their best. And if you ask them, they're trying their best. But they're dealing with something. They're dealing with an addiction. They're dealing with mental illness. They're doing their best to try and find that balance between raising their kids and not losing themselves. Because we do, we, we want both, you know, we still want to be teenagers, but we want, we want the family and we want, we want that togetherness and that time. And we want to be set the good example, but we're only human. And I think we, we need to give each other that benefit of the doubt, um, which this woman wasn't prepared to give me. And, uh, I just, I thought it was worth exploring, you know, think about it. Do you share too much about your kids? Do you share too little? Is there a chance someone's going to, something's going to come back to bite you? Are you concerned about it? You can always delete it. If you're concerned about anything, now's the time to start deleting it before it becomes an afterthought. You put it off. And then they see it when they're 25 years old and they go, dad, we got to talk about this because, you know, this is not cool. Um, so put it on your radar. Give it some thought if you haven't thought about it before. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What to share, how much, when, with who. And be prepared to have some sort of conversation with your kids uh, in the future where you end up saying, look, I was just trying to be funny. <laughs> yes, it was at your expense. I would probably encourage my kids to make fun of me. You know, when I'm old and drooling in a wheelchair, maybe I shit myself. Take a picture, make it a meme. What do I care? If you can earn you a little bit of coin, go for it. Anyways. It's time for shit you may have missed.
Hugh Jackman reportedly wants a cameo in Deadpool 3. This isn't fair. This don't 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 do this to us, Hugh Jackman. Don't don't tease us with a Wolverine cameo in Deadpool. Um this is this is playing with my emotions, damn it. Please. Please don't just 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 don't. Please, please don't. It means too much to me. Um I might cry if I see it. So please don't don't tease us. Alright, this is like my tenth take on this one. Let's see if I can get this. In case you hadn't heard, Warner Brothers and DC are making a black Superman film. What do we know about it? Well, very little. We know that they intend to hire a black director. We know that the script should be delivered by mid to late December. And it doesn't look like it'll be connected to any film universe. I just hope they move off of the title Black Superman. Because it feels a lot like the black exploitation films of, of the past. Uh, maybe Superman, who happens to be black. Nailed it. And finally, allow me to talk a little bit longer for this last one. Because uh, Dave Batista has said that he believes Guardians of the Galaxy 3 will be the end of Drax. Um, look, I, I get the impression Dave wants out of the Marvel Universe. Um, in fact, I made all these notes and, and was prepared to record this. And then he added another comment that was critical of Marvel as well. So let's just kind of run through this a little bit. One. Uh, when James Gunn was initially fired from Guardians of the Galaxy 3 over some controversial tweets from his past, um, Batista was one of the first to be super critical of that move. And he even suggested then that I might not do the movie if they can't get James Gunn back. An investigation occurred. Disney walked, walked it back. James Gunn is reinstated as the director. Dave's on board to do this one. Since then, he's commented that Drax has uh, almost his storyline is moving too slowly, so there's almost no character development. Um, he also has said um, that he would not do a TV show. So if they wanted to do like a a Drax and Mantis um, miniseries, like they've been doing on Disney Plus, he's not in for that. He said that the early discussions about a Drax and uh, Mantis uh, spinoff movie fell off the radar. So he thinks there's no appetite for it. And I think he's just really pissed off with this character and the character development, the way it's been treated. Um, and the comments yesterday were, he is Drax the Destroyer, but you wouldn't know it because he gets his the shit kicked out of him in every movie. So they, he's not happy. He's really not happy. And he, what he's done is he's pivoted towards Netflix, where apparently he's more wanted. Um, and this is in not only just his contracts that have come up, but also his comments. Uh, it recently came out that he had turned down a role in the Suicide Squad because he wanted to make the Army of the Dead with Zack Snyder, which is a Netflix movie. And his reasoning for that was, I'm going to make a ton of money, I get to be the lead, and I get to build a relationship with Netflix. This is basically what I'm looking for. Then, not surprisingly, news started to come out. He's been cast in Knives Out 2, which was, of course, recently acquired by Netflix. It's 
it's um he's making a very public play um for the for his contracts and it's unusual we don't usually see stars do this um i've often considered dave batista a bit of a second rate rock and i mean isn't everybody but he's got some fun he's got some comedic chops he's big muscular former pro wrestler um and good in a, an action movie, but I'm a little worried that Dave's overestimating his value in draw here. Um, in terms of a lifetime career, stick with Marvel, man. Stick with Marvel. <laughs> Take every cameo you can get your hands on to get that money. Because the only reason you're in these other movies is because of Drax and Guardians of the Galaxy. And you were able to showcase your talents. I don't know. Feels like an odd power play to me. Feels like maybe he might have the wrong people around him inflating his ego a little bit. He's good, but he's not great. Someone needs to remind him of that. That's it. That's the episode. Thanks for tuning in. You know I appreciate it. Uh, uh, you know, continue to to share and comment and pass it along. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Although Facebook, like I said, I don't update, so don't bother there. My focus is is YouTube, the podcast, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, follow me there for the most recent up to date stuff. Again, huge push on YouTube. Lots of video content coming up weekly. Two or three videos a week at this rate. Um, at that nerd dad on Twitter and YouTube. I keep saying YouTube because I'm trying to use like an old marketing technique. If I say YouTube enough, you'll eventually go there and type at that nerd dad. And the kids say smash the subscribe button. But that's not necessary. I don't want you wrecking your device. Just gentle tap will do it. Or a click if you're using a mouse. Um, that's it. That really is it. I don't have anything else for you this week. No, No lingering thoughts. Uh, it's my birthday on Sunday. That's something. Um, Thirty-seven. I got, I got, I got forty. I got forty in my sights. Uh, so I'm getting there. Uh, Want to thank DeanBlundell.com. You know, I, I love me some DeanBlundell.com. He has one of the most popular podcast shows now in Canada uh, for daily news, Monday to Friday, almost every day. Around 3 o'clock. It's best to follow him on Twitter to get the exact dates and times. Because uh, it depends on his guest's availability. But it's uh, it's a really good show. And I'm really proud to be a part of that, that network. And I want to thank Blue Microphones. Can't believe I am. I am sponsored by one of the industry leaders uh, in microphone technology. So, get yourself a Blue Microphone. And uh, we'll talk next week. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast. But we are so much more. 
we have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.